0: what's up guys it's episode 333 welcome back to the show I don't ever slow up no I don't taste sh- I' got no love for the fakeness if you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up and make a statement I don't never slow up no I don't taste sh- I got no love for the fakeness if you wanna play tough and wanna hate this I'll always show up and make a statement hey what's up it's Jacqueline welcome back to the show Hi. Um, happy end of another month. Uh, holy shit. It's the end of February tomorrow. And where has the time gone? Um, I changed my mind on a 24 hour basis <laughs> about literally everything. <laughs> like I'll have an opinion about something in the next day. It's the different, it's like the opposite. Um, the reason I'm saying this is because I've been debating with Corey over the last like week or so, if time feels fast, like it's going fast to him or if it's going slow, because for me, time feels slow until I I changed my mind today. I'm officially admitting that life is going by so fucking fast, <laughs> but I was debating with him because to me, life, I guess I can separate things like My relationship with him has felt really slow. Like, I I feel like we've done a lot and it doesn't feel like, oh, just yesterday I met him. We've been together for nine months. Like, to me, I was telling him, I was like, I feel like it's gone really slow. We've done so much. Like, like thinking back to August when we went to Vegas feels like so long ago or like thinking back to when we, um, went to Ruth Chris for my birthday dinner I don't know I'm trying to think of like it's shit from like July or like um when I introduced you to my mom in June like that feels so long ago to him it was like he's like what are you talking about it's gone so fast um but I guess for me when things are good I'm stopping to smell the roses more I'm t- I'm taking it all in I'm really soaking up my life and I'm enjoying it and I'm reflecting a lot I feel like in this relationship I reflect a lot and I think about all the like fun amazing experiences experiences we've had and so I don't know I feel like time moves slower because of that but yeah what about you like do you feel like Time's going by fast Why am I on this fucking subject right now This is what happens I like start an episode with something I didn't want to talk about Or didn't intend on talking about I don't take shit I got no love For the famous. If you wanna play Toss And wanna hate this Although sure I wanna talk about the Alec Alex Richard Alexander Isn't his first name Richard The Alec Murda Murda Let's get the pronunciation right first of all It's Alec Murda that's how everyone says his name. But it's spelled A-L-E-X. I want to talk about the trial. I want to talk about the Netflix the Netflix documentary I just watched this weekend. My thoughts on it. Because a few days ago, someone was posting about the trial. And they were, like, posting a clip. And I was like, I've never heard of this. So I went on a deep dive. And then I ended up watching the whole Netflix series this weekend. And now I know all about it. And, um, yeah. So I'm going to go on go into that topic um I want to talk about my weekend um what we did I want to talk about the weather here in California cuz it's um not looking like California recently and it's appalling and disgusting and I <laughs> I'm so over it like look I understand it's been I moved here five years ago this year will be five years typically daylight savings happens in the fall it starts getting darker out earlier and then that's when the temperature drops at night and in the morning and like I'm comfortable with that I'm good with that I get it like all I really need is my little Patagonia puff zip up thing and I'm good. But the difference is, so I'm like, I expect that with Southern California. I'm in San Diego. Like that's fine. The difference is this year, when I look back, I'm going to put it at like November 14th. (laughs) I don't really know the specific date, but like I'm going to say from November, the entire month of November through now the end of February. So four consistent months. It has been chilly cold at night. And then like there's like a chilly air. Almost like the kind of chilly air. It's not even comparable. I mean, I know it's not like below 30, but like sometimes the breeze will blow in my face, and I'm like, this feels like snow's coming. Like the chilliness of the air feels like that. It's been consistently cold, consistently wet, dark, scary. I saw scare. I'm talking scary. I saw it happen for one day, but it was enough to terrify me for the rest of the year. No, I'm kidding. Ah! um. Corey was gone in Ohio the other weekend, and I was like, w- I was woken up to golf ball, golf ball sized hail coming down, pelting the fucking roof, and I was like, What state? Like, where am I? Is this like? I'm okay with like hail's fine. It was huge. And I'm right here by the beach. I don't know if it's because of the marine layer and the clouds are heavier by the water. I don't fucking know, but it was terrifying. And am I just saying that for dramatic effect because I'm hosting a fucking podcast or kind of. Okay, whatever, just go with it. Um, So yeah, this season, this winter has been different. And um, I was actually talking to this climate change activist at the consignment store who was checking in my clothes um, about... (laughs) i mentioned the weather and she just went in it was like this was her moment right to educate me and she's like yeah we can expect this now for the years to come like California's officially gonna have a winter and all four seasons and she's like going off and i was like okay i can see that i can see that happening like um i'm not i'm not happy about it i'm not i'm not excited if if this state like if we get the same winter next year, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Because the reason I moved here was because, again, I'm not talking, about, I really wanna talk about the Alex, Alec murder trial and all that shit. Um, Corey just texted me the windshield scrapers here. We're going, he got a windshield scraper. Um, we got a few tangents going on. Let me, let me bring you up. Let, let's, um, let's collect ourselves. We got, me introducing the podcast and then what did I start talking about? Can't remember. I want to talk about the Alec Murda case. And I'm talking about the climate, ch- the the weather, uh, the climate change activists, the consignment store. Also, we're going to go off on a tangent from that woman at the consignment store to another woman at the consignment store that I had to clap back at because I told her I didn't want to stand in line like I was waiting for a fucking bus while I was going to check my clothes out and we'll get into that. And then Corey just texted me about the windshield scraper because life update, I'm going skiing this weekend to Mammoth, okay? Um, he bought a windshield scraper. It cost him like $2.50. He was telling me, I was in the shower the other night and I was giving him shit. I always act like, just for fun, I'll act like I can't hear him or understand. <laughs> and he's like, honey, I had $4 left on my Amazon gift card. I didn't even know I had money on it. So I bought us a windshield scraper. Cause we were talking about, cause like he hasn't been to Mammoth before he hasn't like, I don't think he's driven his car in the snow before. So, or really been, I, I'm from Washington state. I grew up like waking up in the morning, taking a credit card or like literally a spatula. Like I was showing him in the kitchen, like, no, you just use a spatula. Let, let's find like a, a burger flipper <laughs> and take that instead. You'll never use your windshield scraper again, or you'll, you'll, you'll use it like once a year when you go skiing. Um, so yeah I'm like used to scraping my windshield in the morning when it's like icy out or snowy and anyways I'm in the shower he's like I got he's like I got his I got a windshield scraper I had four dollars left on my account and it was like 250 I was like yeah I got and I was like what you got four ice scrapers he's like no I had four dollars on my account I got it so ice. Sh- oh I got us a windshield scraper for the snow it was two dollars and fifty cents I was like you got two of them for four (laughs) dollars see I just fucked with them for like the longest time and then he like didn't think I could hear him so he kept saying it louder and louder and I kept saying it that's just my favorite thing to do sometimes and then anyways but he texted me that it's it's um at the door it got delivered so um yeah life update we're going to Mammoth there's like 47 feet of snow there um can't wait Last year I went and it wasn't the, the town, the roads. It was like barren, no snow except for the mountain. So I'm excited to like see how the drive there looks with the mountains and the snow cover and the winter, winter wonderland and um, yeah. So back to the consignment store climate change activist. Let me take a sip of my water. It's funny how co- uh, podcasting gives me cotton mouth. Um, hold on. So, yeah, she's telling me, okay, moving forward, Cal- like, we can expect California to have all four seasons, and you know, and this is because of, the, of climate change, and she was, like, giving me the science and shit. I was like, okay. Um, but that day when I was standing in line, so I go to this specific consignment store where you, um, show up, there's no... They used to take appointments, but they don't do that anymore. You show up with your bag of clothes to consign, and you stand in line, and they go through everything, and then they give you money for it, or you can put it on your account. I always put it on my account, so then I could shop there for free, basically. So anyways, that day I had a big, like, black, um, like, sleeping bag stuff or what <laughs> Why am I being that specific about my fucking bag? I brought my clothes in. I had a big, like, mesh, kind of like a laundry bag full of clothes. And literally every time I go there, I'm like, and it wasn't that busy. I think there was two people. There's a girl checking her clothes out, a girl sitting on the, there's like a little bench there where you wait with your clothes. And then there's my bag. And then a girl came in after me that I saw this is the girl that I had to clap back at. So think of like this bench has a girl with her bag of clothes, my bag, my big um, black laundry bag thing. And then a girl, the new girl, all in a row. So it's clear someone's kind of there before her. Okay. So what I do, because... I'm like what's the fucking point of standing in line it does take it takes a long time sometimes people will bring like four bags of clothes and it takes a half an hour like what's the point of just sitting there when I could be shopping right so I literally I set my stuff down I hold my place in line with my bag and I and I look around well (laughs) Tina fucking Tina the third girl in line the girl that came in after me when I went over to get my bag um because then I was like I could see the girl in front of me was gonna go and I was like okay I want to go and like make sure that I keep my place in line she goes hi sorry I was here I was here first and I was like "I okay do you ever have the, these moments in life where you're like I killed that or like I that was like perfect so well spoken so well said I had one of those moments in the for like the first time honestly in my adult life where I was like Sigh. I wish I could have like recorded that. Cause I felt really proud of myself for standing up for myself. I was like, I wish I could repeat it perfectly. Cause I'm probably going to stutter here, but, um, she's like, hi, I was here first. I was here first. I was like, oh, I was like, see that bag. I was like, that's mine. I got here 30 minutes ago and I've been shopping, looking at the clothes. And, um, she goes, no, no, no. I was here first. I was like, I, I I don't know. I was like pointing out my bag, and I was like, "I've been here for thirty minutes. I'm looking at the clothes." And I said a comment again. I can't say it perfectly because I'm now I have stage fright I'm talking to you, and I'm like trying to repeat this perfectly. <laughs> Why am I making such a big deal about this? Like I told the girl off, or I like I stood up for myself. I made a a perfect comment about like, "Uh, sorry, I don't want to stand in here." I was like, S- "Sorry." I didn't, say, I didn't say sorry. I never say sorry to people. I was like, that's my bag. I was, oh, I was just looking at the clothes. Um, I don't like to stay. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, I'm just, I was just looking at the clothes while I was waiting. I don't like to stand here like I'm waiting for a bus. That's what I said. Exactly like that. And she didn't really know what to say. And then just kind of rolled her eyes. And then I just stood there because I was like, I'm not going to keep looking around. She's going to like say something or like cut in front of me. So then when the people called us up for like okay who's next she just like bolted in front of me I was like they were like who was first And I was like just raised my hand and she was like you know doing one of those things and it was just so stupid I hate shit like here's the thing I hate shit like that like I hate dumb fucking rules I hate when people are like putting up a fight about some bullshit like standing in line and like clearly it's like someone was here if i walked into that situation i saw a bag sitting there of clothes i would think oh someone was there before me this girl's like i was here it's like fuck like you were not here first how were you here first when someone's bag is literally in front of you like does my body have to be with it like manning it the whole time that's a stupid fucking rule so um am I the worst type of person though? like do you think that's annoying like if you were that girl would you be like fuck that like you have to stand with your bag you have to like wait in line like everyone else or are you like that's a stupid rule you should like mark your place with your bag and like, like look around it's a casual environment it's not like a super like it doesn't need to be like so militant you know what I mean so <sighs> I was here first she says and I go see that bag that's mine I was just looking at the clothes because I don't like to stand here and in line like I wait for a bus I gotta get better at acting and shit like that was kind of rough but you get the point um I felt good about myself I don't always I I don't I'm not a sometimes you I don't like people that are too nice and like oh I'm sorry I didn't know that's not me I'll say something like I'm getting better at standing my ground standing up for myself and being like a little bitchy because like people are so fucking dumb sometimes and like they need to be called out and they need to be put in their place and they need to not be like little they they can't i don't like when people get their way for stupid shit like that and that's just my like even though it doesn't fucking matter we're literally standing in clothes or in, in line to consign our clothes and get like ten dollars for it so um anyways let's talk about the alec murda case murda case because i don't give a fuck what you say? Yeah, I'm gonna do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'm a stack bricks up, build what I want to make. I also have here Jake Paul lost his fight. Yeah, I don't really care. The Jake Paul fight, like he lost or whatever. Like I didn't really pay attention to that. I saw the promo for it. I saw him posting, but I never watched it. I don't, I don't really have anything to say. I just think it's sick what he's doing. And I think it's respectable that, especially what he said after. I saw the post game interview and he was like, yeah I got sick a couple times in training camp and I was flat today and you know what I mean he wasn't like an asshole about his loss like he was pretty that was like a stand-up thing to do or like a respectable thing to say so um just good good sportsmanship all around you know that's what I like about sports is when people get interviewed and they say nice shit like that I'm like I don't know it's it doesn't like everyone wants to win and he's got the biggest fuck you mentality, fuck you attitude ever. And so you kind of expect him to say something fuck you at the end there. But it, it was nice to hear him say that and just be, um, take take the, the loss with a, like, <laughs> in a nice way. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, so back last, hold on. Last week someone posted about the Alec Murdaugh. I got to pronounce it right. Alec Murdaugh. Murda Murda trial, some post about it, and then I went on then I went on a deep dive, and that night happened to be the night that or that day that Netflix came out with a the series Murda Murders: a Southern Scandal. Um, and so I watched it, and basically, I don't know if you're caught up with this, but this happened in South Carolina. The murder of the murder of fuck. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing and, and joking about a murder. I've been into these true true crime shows and documentaries lately. Before I live, I lived um, with Corey. Hold on, I'm like scatterbrained. One sec. That's another topic or tangent I can get on. I had a conversation with Corey about how. i'm like i i feel skittish sometimes when i talk and when i connect with people in person and like have conversations in person because if i'm like staring at an artificial screen all the time and looking at it and then i try to hold a conversation with a real person there's like this weird haze lately and i've been noticing it and I'm aware of it and I'm like this is not I don't want to this is not good right so like I'm already going blind for my cell phone I've told you guys that I I officially think I need glasses or I need to get my eyes checked um and it's also obviously frying my brain cells like and making me fucking I feel like it's making me dumb and or not dumb just kind of yes skittish scatterbrained spacey like I don't know if you can relate to this, but, like, back to the consignment store, for example. When I was talking to the girl, um, checking out my clothes, I was, like, looking at her face, having a conversation. And, mind you, she had, like, 14 piercings on her face, like, 62 rings on. She had, like, so much to look at. Maybe that was the reason I was having a hard time connecting. It was, like, so much. But the, the distractions were um, very distracting but yeah it's like looking at people sometimes is like they're real they're there but I don't feel here's the thing too they're like these are a bunch of gen z millennial types like myself you can clearly tell they're all social media type influencer people they're all they work at a consignment store they're all they're dressed like they watch a bunch of fashion TikTok videos all the time they always keep up with the trends like they're in the fucking f- sphere of social media and phone usage and shit like that and so I notice when I'm like talking to them it's like they're scattered I'm scattered we're not connecting it's not it's a little clunky it's a little f- like the timing's awkward like people are speaking a little bit ahead of you uh, predicting what you're gonna say kind of hurrying along the conversation assuming your next comment and saying "Uh mm uh-huh yes yes uh uh-huh yeah 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 like the entire time they're not really listening to you and I attribute that back to what I was saying to just staring at artificial shit all the time and constantly being pulled with your to your cell phone and not being present and grounded in the moment so um I think I just brought that up because I was feeling scatterbrained talking about this Alex Morgan trial and I feel like I need to take a pause here um and collect myself first which is healthy like as a podcast host I want this to be a good experience for you and for me to just motor mouth this entire time and not pause is probably um annoying so I've actually it's been I think five nights now I'm on night or day six today of Ugh, it's just so fucking... I'm one of those people. I'm not preaching. I'm not telling you what to do. But I've been charging my phone in the bathroom at night. And I've been reading a book before bed. Okay. Don't need to explain the health benefits of that. I don't need to s- explain like... <laughs> I'm not preaching. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying for me, it's been something that I've known is good for me. I know it's good to not fall asleep with your phone to your face. Um, and I haven't done anything about it, right? I think I mentioned that in the last podcast, but I've been consistently doing it for about a week now. And I, and I feel like last night I'm just laying in bed, talking to Corey, no phone around, nothing, pick up my book, read it, pass out to my book. And I just feel like my brain's less, it's like calmer, especially when I wake up and my phone's not there. I can't, I have to like literally get up to go get it. So. Except this morning he grabbed it and he's like, I know you want this. And I was like, fuck you. You're not supposed to You like unplugged it in the bathroom and like threw it on the bed. I was like, stop. You're not helping me right now. I actually took his phone the other, I'm like trying to, I'm not telling you what to do again. But like, if that's the one time a day where I'm like intentional with my phone usage, I think if it's a one time a day I can suck up and not have it, I or if I can master that, I, I'm going to feel I feel like that's going to improve my life a lot right before bed. Put the phone away. Just. Yeah, so. um, Let me know. I, I like when you guys send me DMs and shit like <laughs> let's have a conversation about talking to people in person and feeling like they're not really listening to you and they're kind of like they're just not all there because they're probably like you addicted to your phone and scatterbrained and skittish and like spacey. And does that make sense? I I always think, okay, if you're listening, you probably relate to me in some way. I'm, I talk out of my ass here a lot and I go off on a thousand tangents, but maybe that resonates with you. Um, and that's just me admitting, like, I know that. I grew up without a phone and I all of a sudden got one, right? I'm a 20 something. I actually put my age on my Instagram the other day. Go watch the latest Instagram reel if you want to know my age. I'm in my twenties and, um, (laughs) big reveal. (laughs) It was a big day when I post that. I was like, I don't, I'm like, why am I weird about posting my age? I, I just thought like, fuck it, whatever. Um, but I've noticed a difference in my, Ability to focus, and my ability to genuinely connect with people, like strangers, just meeting strangers at the grocery store, in the gym, and from my phone. I feel like it's because of that. That's the root cause of it, and the the speed at which I'm watching things, clicking things, tapping thing, things, typing things, posting. You know, it's like a very it's like a little it's like a little canyon that what am i saying it's like a fucking machine gun that's all day long with my thumb just poking around bopping around and picking it up putting it down getting back to work doing it again and just like all day long so i'm taking note of that in my life right now and i'm trying to do something about it and and trying to i'm course correcting or whatever but um back to the alex murder case holy fucking shit (laughs) State of South Carolina versus Richard Alexander Murda Murda is an ongoing American criminal case in the 14th District of South Carolina Circuit Court in which Murda is accused of the murders of his wife and their 22-year-old son in June 2021. So this documentary series on Netflix starts with this boat crash. Uh, Paul Murda, the youngest son. There's Paul Buster Maggie and Alec the fucking pronunciation pisses me off I could not stop thinking about that the entire series I'm like they're interviewing people and they were mentioning his name I'm like I don't get the C Alec when it's A-L-E-X Alex Alexander like wh- you know did anyone else feel that way I just could not get past that maybe it's a southern thing Alec let's just I'll just just I'll just say it and I won't keep mentioning that but so an Alec Murdoch Maggie Alec, Buster, and Paul. The series starts out with Paul crashing the boat, uh killing Mallory, one of his this they were in high school. There's a group of like six of them, uh Paul and his girlfriend, um I think it was Anthony and his girlfriend Mallory, and then Connor and Maggie it was Maggie Mallory and There's three M's, Maggie, Mallory, and Maddie, fuck, Melanie, no, um, Morgan, fuck, I forget, but there's three girls and three guys, high school friends, Paul, um, the series starts out telling the story of how Paul crashed the boat. Mallory gets hit in the head and she drowns and dies. And Paul, because he's a Murdaugh and there, there's like a, they're uh his dad's and his whole lineage is a big name in the town for they're a bunch of lawyers or whatever um this kind of gets swept under the rug and it's crazy like when they went to the hospital alec and his dad or his lawyer randolph show up and they're like trying to warp things and say that Connor was driving the boat and they're trying to get everyone to say that Connor was driving the boat so Paul wouldn't get in trouble and so it paints this whole picture of how the son was a drunk ass and um I guess let me speed you up to why this was even being this picture was even being painted when the murder of Maggie and Paul happened in June 2021 and the cops show up Alec Murdoch is immediately giving a theory as to how he thinks this happened or who's behind this. He goes, you know, I I could play the – why don't I just play the body cam footage? Have you guys watched this? Are you even paying attention to this? Is this all um, new to you? I don't know. Just, like, watch – the Netflix thing was really well done, I have to say. Um Alex Murda body cam They are there. You know because of the scene I do I did go get a gun and bring okay. it down it's here in your vehicle. It, I just do You mean, have any it, guns on you it's at all? Some leaning okay. up against the side of my car. Okay. You're you're fine man. You're fine. Turn around for me. I don't have any. Okay. Yes sir. I see that. Okay. This is your wife and son? son. Oh, okay. <laughs> bad. I'm the police. Yes sir. <laughs> <laughs> this is the firearm you brought from inside the house, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I went. This is a long story. My son was in a boat wreck a, a few months back. He's been getting threats. Most of it's been benign stuff. We didn't take serious. Okay. Um. You know, he has been getting like punched. Um. I know that's somebody. I know that's what it is. Okay. When did you get home? Right, um, right when you called, or did you go to the house? Okay. So that's him. Sorry um immediately like explaining what he think happened or like someone was coming after Paul from you know maybe it was one of the friends in the boat or someone that in the town that knew about the boat crash is you know obviously enraged that he didn't go to jail for that killing Mallory and so he goes it's a long story immediately says that I just feel like okay this is my take when you watch I feel like he's in my opinion guilty because of the dog kennel video there's also this video that came out from paul's phone the murders happened at like let's say around nine right 9 p.m and at like 8 44 p.m there's a video of paul filming a dog at the dog kennels that they're big they have this big estate with uh barns and like a big kennel thing because Paul was into the dog kennel thing like for hunting dogs because Paul was into hog hunting and anyways that's off at the back of the property somewhere and there's a video at eight forty four p.m. where Paul's filming one of the dogs in the kennel this is right before he got shot and you can hear Maggie and Alec the mom who got shot and the dad Alec in the background you can hear his voice and people have confirmed yes that is Alec Murder's voice—that's um, what he sounds like. Whatever they've like testified and said that. So that's like to me. How do you explain that he was saying that he went to his parents, his elderly parents. Um, he went off. I don't know if it was like a, at a retirement home or something, but he was visiting them because his mom, I think, has dementia. Or he was off doing that while this was going down. Then he came home couldn't find them in the house and then went out there and then found them dead. It's like 15 minutes before they were pronounced dead. According to the, how did they, I'm like new to this shit and new to the true crime stuff and the specific like terminology and details. But how do they know when were the cops called? It was like 10 something. I guess they were shot around nine or fuck, let me look at the thing um basically what I'm saying is there's audio of him in the background of the dog video 15 minutes before the murders happened and when the cops show up he's like immediately this is okay this is the needle in the coffin or nail in the coffin for me like if I was a juror he isn't if I was to walk in on my mom and brother shot to death. I'd be in the fetal fucking position in shock. I don't need, I think I'd be throwing up. I'd be shitting. I don't know what I, I would not just be able to tell a clear story. Like he would, and everyone's different. Everyone reacts different, but his, he wasn't like, it didn't seem like he was, you, you kind of hear it in his voice. It's like, you know he's got this clear racing heart and he's worked up and it kind of sounds like he's crying but just the fact that he went in with this is a long story it's fucking weird but there's also in the documentary it breaks down how like his t-shirt had um something from the gun on it or the splatter from the blood splatter I don't know had something some kind of uh droplet on it from the murder scene that basically would put him right there when it happened. So I think he's, he's getting locked up for, uh, for life. Per- I, I I don't, I mean, I don't know how long this is going to last, but, um, there's also a bunch of scandals with like his sons, like rumor, his, his son Buster was rumored to have, a he was, Oh my god it's like what where do I even start there's so many layers to this the Paul crashes the boat and kills Mallory and Mallory dies it's not like he killed her it was uh what do you call that um caused death a boat crash that caused death he was the driver um whatever so that happens and then that's just terrible like she just watching that first episode I was like she was just such a light. Like, you could tell. She was one of those types of um, people where they walk in a room, they light it up, and she was just so full of, like, energy and made people laugh and just, I don't know, just her her vibe was so, like, light and, and fun, and I just feel like, yeah, I fucking, it was hard to watch. Really, it, it, this is why I'm new to true crime, but, like, it fucks me up. Like, it hurts, um my little heart and soul to watch this stuff and to think about it after but it's kind of hard not to, it's hard to look away honestly it's one of those things I'm kind of like okay I get why people watch this shit now but it's also like hard it's hard to stomach so Paul crashes about that happens and then um there's a they like cleaning lady fell and hit her head on the steps at their house and died and they said it was because she fell and tripped over their dogs Um, but there was like damage to her ribs and shit as if there had been an altercation or something more than just her falling and tripping over the dogs that was something weird that kind of got swept under the rug or he sued himself Alec murder sued himself and then the brothers or sons of that cleaning lady were supposed to get a bunch of money from that and ended up never getting it so that was all fraudulent and fucked up and he pocket i don't remember how much money it was and then there was also a death of a uh, steven i think his name was steven a boy in their high school who was gay a strange death that went cold um this kid was found in the middle of the road apparently allegedly buster and him had a private secret relationship a gay relationship and i don't know like they're they were talking about that and they were trying to like piece that out together and it, everyone that was questioned about it was bringing up Buster Murdoch or Buster Murdoch, um, tracing it to him. And so, but again, that nothing really came of that. Um, no one was convicted and it just goes to show you like how there's always that. I feel like there's always that family, um, that big name family in a small town that, yeah, can literally get away with murder. Like they use their power um to yeah like make people disappear or get away with like terrible shit and it's evident that that's what this family was doing and just the way they went about like when the murder of of Mallory or not the murder when the death of Mallory happened on the boat like Alec and Maggie drove down to the scene past the caution basically like with the cops And the mom of Mallory wasn't allowed to go down there. Like that's fucking, that just shows you like the power they had with the, with law enforcement. And also like, there is some, is that a Chinese weather balloon? What the fuck? (laughs) Hold on, not to change the subject here, but what's in the sky? I live in San Diego and that's where these UFOs have been spotted. That was actually, hold on. I need to move my microphone and look at this a little closer. is that a plane it's kind of bright out like it's something's reflected in the sky that looks weird I don't know okay so back to the story let me see where was I at um yeah it's just sad it's fucking sad and I think he's guilty. I think he's going to get locked up and put away for life. But, um, cause how do you, I've, I I grew up out in the sticks where there's, you know, like a lot of room around to get away with shit. If you wanted to, like, I, I can see how maybe someone snuck on the property and did this and slipped away in the forest. Right. Like, I feel like the location, you know, there. It, I'm like, who would come and, sh- who would go and shoot the mom and the son? The th- What Alex said about the boat crash and he was getting threats and, you know, people in the town didn't like him because of what happened. Like, I don't know. Why would the mom get shot? Cause here's the thing. He was also, kicked out Alec Murdoch was kicked out of the family law firm for stealing money from it so he was done he oh my god another fucking layer Am I? I, I hope like I'm trying my best right now I'm trying to like recall this documentary and recall the information that I just watched and and read about <laughs> but it's kind of all over the place um I'm trying there's so many layers though like he hired a hitman to shoot him in the head and he didn't die. A couple months after the murder the murders happened of Maggie and Paul he, like and he got kicked out of the law firm. He was on the side of the road changing a tire called 911 he's like I just got shot in the head. It's I'm bleeding bad and he got airlifted and it's like he called so his drug and he was also addicted to opioids. That's another layer and his drug dealer showed up to shoot him. But I guess he was trying to make it like so that the drug dealer wouldn't get in trouble that Alec he was trying to stop Alec from shooting himself or something like that. Like it's fucking crazy. So yeah, highly recommend watching this series um, it, it's sh- and it's crazy again like it's ha- the trials happening now. The murders happened back in 2021, but it's like, we're watching it in real time. Like the, it's, it's just like, it's amazing how quick things move on Netflix. Um, these true crime shows. So yeah. Um, there's also another, another thing with his, um, his t-shirt, the uh, house cleaner, testified and she's on the stand talking about how the night of the murder she walked in the kitchen and things were off she immediately noticed like the pots and pans weren't on the stove like they normally normally are after they cook cuz normally she'll walk into pots and pans and she'll put the food away from the dinner they had but she found them in the fridge with the lids on now that is the most so meaning. Like Maggie didn't put them away, because Maggie wouldn't put them in the fridge like that. She would have left them on the stove for the cleaning lady to take care of. So that is the most. I don't know about you, like so. I'm guessing the like Alec had done all this because her this is this, this is the part I don't understand. The cleaning lady also said that because like a man would put the fucking pots and pans right in the the um fridge like that that's a man thing to do like men don't use tupperware men don't fucking (laughs) do that shit they just throw it right in the fridge I've seen that a thousand times in my life like if my brother was taking care of putting the the dinner away he that it would just go straight in the fridge you know or my dad like growing up so the other thing she mentioned is she walked in the kitchen and by the laundry room next to the kitchen Maggie's PJs were on the floor and a pair of underwear, like, fresh underwear were on top. And she, he, she's like, Maggie didn't wear underwear with her PJs. Like, that was so odd. And they were a fresh pair. It was, like, not strange that they were there. And then she also mentioned that when she went up to the master bedroom. It's crazy she had this photographic memory and could recall all of this. But that's that that goes to show you, I swear, like, your gut instinct, when you see something in, in the house and you walk in and it's off, your gut instinct tells you to remember everything or that that's if that was me or if if I walked into that and I noticed things were off I would I would be doing what she did taking notes um so yeah she walked into the master bedroom and there was like a wet towel pile of clothes by the bathtub like something with the in the closet like a shirt had been pulled down And then he also, I think later on, after the scene was cleared and a little bit of time went on, I guess he had Maggie, or not Maggie, excuse me, the house cleaner. And Alec had a conversation and he was trying to like gaslight her into um, thinking or saying that he wasn't wearing or he was wearing the white t-shirt. Or not wearing the white t-shirt or something like that. He had a polo shirt. Last time she saw him before the murders, he was wearing a polo shirt. The night of the murders, he was wearing the white t-shirt that had the splatter shit on it. So making it look like he had changed his shirt um, or whatever. Like to get rid of. or like, I don't fucking know how, like what the reason behind that would be. But the fact he was trying to get her to say something different was weird. So... Um, like if she was asked about it, um, and she said all that on the stand, how she was first confused, like no, you were wearing the polo shirt, and then, and there's a video. Another fucking thing came out. Paul's Snapchat story apparently he had fuck. He was posting it on Snapchat of was uh there was a video of his of Alec that day, earlier that day with like a tree. He was like messing with a tree wearing the blue polo shirt. So he had changed it into I don't know like all these little details um are so interesting and it's just it's amazing I think what it is for me is I've never really watched crime shows um I've never really followed these things because I get scared easily and sad and I've talked about that I was talking about a couple a month or so back about the Idaho murder case and that was kind of like the first one I dove deep into and now this one I'm pretty in deep with, and um, I also got in deep, or I went in deep with the the boyfriend. I forget their names. The guy, the they went on a road trip, and um, it was like a boyfriend and a girlfriend, and she he murdered her, and then like was found in like Florida in a swamp or some shit. So that was like a couple of years ago, um, but yeah, now I'm like into it. It's kind of my new thing. Cause I was saying earlier, I don't know if I completed the thought. I probably didn't. I used to live alone and I can't, if I'm alone in bed at night, I'm not watching true crime. I'm not watching even sometimes action movies are too much for me. Like I'm watching two bears, one cave. I'm watching the H3 podcast. I'm watching like I'm watching podcasts on YouTube or like YouTube vlogs, or like Jacqueline Hill doing a makeup video <laughs> or like I'm watching some lighthearted shit. I never watched Netflix. The only time I watch in my adult life, literally the only time I watched Netflix um, and like shows and series, series is, um, just go with it. It's a word <laughs> and Netflix series. Is that, how do you pluralize series? Series um was when I was in a relationship and with like a boyfriend and I'm like next to them because they're there to protect me if I get scared or whatever like I I just that's how I am so um yeah it's my like new chapter in life um I have the chipper come to the office came to the office windshield craper <laughs> I think he talked to tech sorry reading Corey's text windshield craper is here at house i have chipper come came to the office <laughs> so i guess the ice scraper is it didn't get delivered here it got delivered to his office okay i'm gonna say okay hello um moving on so i went shopping on Sun. what day was it? it was so rainy we're like what should we do Corey was at a bachelor party last weekend. Um, Came home and we were like having, it was like a rainy day and we're like, what do we fucking do? I think we, yeah, we just went to the mall and I have a Sephora gift card I need to use. And I went in there for a couple things and came out empty handed because it's all sold out because I saw it on TikTok and everything. It's all, it's because they're, excuse me. They're like the most trendy things you could buy and they're, and everyone's like me and everyone's trying to buy it. So, and I also walked out because it was a zoo. Like everyone thought that day it's raining. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm bored. Like, let's just go shopping or something. So I was elbow to elbow in there. It was hot, sweaty, like just too many people. Um, Yeah, I don't go to the mall ever. And I don't think I'll go back. <laughs> like, like I online shop. Okay, I'm sure you do too. But like going into a store now, like Sephora is a good one to go to because if you want to test you need to test the makeup or I like to at least I don't have to return it if I order it online so it's just yeah people parking lots parking walking around busyness chaos it's kind of overwhelming sometimes like good people watching for sure but um I ended up going to Nordstrom and I bought a white nike sports bra with makeup a makeup stain on it for full price and i got a fucking white mock neck nike t-shirt that i stained myself when i tried it on um for full price i walked out with two nike items um <laughs> that's what i got when we went shopping i didn't get makeup at sephora i got fucking a sports bra on a t-shirt with makeup on it and the lady's like do you want me to go bring this downstairs the seam seamstresses I'm at Nordstrom. It's just like that. They're so fucking nice there. Like they'll do anything for you. That's Nordstrom is hands down my favorite department store. Like I've never not had a great experience. They're just so accommodating and they're not pushy and they don't try to sell you anything. They're just like, do you need to go into the, into the changing room with 47 things? Go ahead. I'll be here to help you with anything you need. You know, if you need a new size, I'll be right here outside your door peeking in. I already know you need a new size before you ask. Like, that's how it fucking is. Um, But she's like, do you want me to take this down to the seamstress and see if they can wash it out? And my fucking homemaker ass is like, oh, I take care of these makeup stains all the time on my white stuff. I know this. All this needs is a little oxy oxy spray and a a little bleach wash on cold. And it'll come right out. Like, I didn't even put up a fight. Sometimes I'm just like... I, I know my, sh- as a homemaker, as a housewife, like I know when I see a stain on a shirt, I know if I can get it out or not. And I just didn't want to have to make Corey wait for me to go get a fucking stain. He was down at the men's shoe department. I don't want him to have to wait for me to get a stain out of a out of a, a sports bra. Like, you know, just like, I'll just do it at home. I'm actually wearing it right now. It's pretty comfortable. um Like a classic Nike sports bra just it's slick it's sleek it's slick it's clean it's pristine when you're when you see, i feel like when you see someone running down the street with a nike sports bra on and a pair of nike shorts like that's just the that's just that's the that's the look you want to have okay um or for me at least i like especially if you have like a neon pair of shorts with like the white nike sports bra mm. speaking of running um in body in body image news in body uh shaming news I was (laughs) the thing is is okay I've been running for like a month and a half consistently I've talked about this on like the last 10 episodes like why I'm running okay go listen to the last episodes if you want to know why I'm running there's a little teaser for you, okay. Um, I've been running consistently. I ran twenty miles last week, okay? It's been like a few miles a day for a month and a half. And <laughs> Corey comes home from his bachelor party trip and makes a little comment, okay, because I've been miss I've been miss a uh, booty workout fucking hip thruster girl since April last year where I'm like only lifting weights, only doing big, heavy hip thrusts and working on my glutes. Okay. But all of a sudden I start running. Right. So he made a little comment about <laughs> my ass being flatter. Early, what did he say? He's like, it just, it's, it's, like not as bubbly as, it, or big and juicy as it used to be a month and a half ago. So like, I don't know. We laughed about it because like he knows why I'm running and he's like proud of me. And um, I was telling him how much I ran last week. He's like, holy shit, I need to start doing that. And like he's very supportive as a boyfriend. But it was funny. I was like, he's right though. Like it's crazy how running just your ass goes, bye bye. See ya. Or for me at least. Like the only way I can run and keep a big bubbly juicy fat fucking ass on myself is if I'm doing like runs like okay let's say I do a run Monday Wednesday Friday and like a Tuesday Thursday heavy lift and then when I'm running I end with a sprint like if you look at a sprinter's ass compared to like the endurance runners like they have a juicy ass it's it's so yeah I have to do I have to keep my sprinting up so I don't lose the glutes, you know? So anyways, I'm like really proud of myself. I feel like I had a goal to, um, yeah, improve my endurance of my lungs. And I'll just tell you now, I, I started running about a month and a half ago. Cause I was, of, I'm, my lungs are fucked from vaping and, um, I wanted to push myself hard on the treadmill and really, <sighs> kick some ass every morning in the gym that way and do cardio for a while until I could get my endurance and my lung strength up and I'm there I'm fucking there when I go run five miles now it's like a cakewalk and I like here's the thing the reason people are like first of all do whatever workout you enjoy doing like people talk so much shit about cardio and like don't be a cardio bunny and like don't kill yourself on the treadmill for an hour and run it's like do what you like doing because you'll you'll be consistent at that, right? I have always, ever since I started working out at a traditional gym, I've always been a treadmill bitch. I've always loved running on the treadmill. Can't explain it. Most people don't get it. If you get it, you get it, right? Um, the girls are going to get it. <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous girls Right on the treadmill. What's that? Like, what's the latest, like, gorgeous, gro- gorgeous, gorgeous girls thing? Like, is there a new phrase out there? Yeah. Um, it's like there's a song that everyone's TikToking to. It's like, um If you be the cash, I'll be the rubber band. If you'll be the match, I'll be the fuse. Boom. <laughs> Something like that. If you be the cash. It's I think it's a Miguel song, but it's like sped up. Anyways, um, the reason I like the treadmill is because I can, okay, let me sit up straight. I'm like fucking all over the place right now. Hold on. The thing is with my, the chair I sit in is the wheels roll over my rug and they don't roll smoothly and it's always like bunched up. So whenever I scoot in, I like can't scoot in and I haven't done anything about it. I just constantly fight it. So, oh my God, there's a hole in the rug from doing that. I just noticed there's literally a hole. Wow. Love that for me. Okay. So I like running on the treadmill because I get, especially the gym because I can adjust the time or excuse me, the speed, the incline. And I feel like I can push myself harder and I like having an audience. I like having an audience behind me. Okay. I like the fact that there's people on the treadmills around me that I'm secretly competing against and out running and doing better than, and having better form than, and okay, (laughs) that helps me, uh, get through my run and just, yeah, like having the, I'm personally competitive, but like everything to me is competition. So like, if someone gets on the treadmill next to me, I'm going to be on there longer than they are. Every single, like, I just have a, it's dumb. Like I just have that in me. It's not dumb. It's just how I'm wired. So or if they're on speed six, I'm on speed 6.5 or like, no, that's kind of, I, is that stupid to admit? Like it helps me have a better workout when other people around me are running and watching. And, um, there's also a mirror in front of me and I like, look, you know, it's like nice to like see yourself in your form when you're running. Um, I like running outside too. Don't get me wrong. It's just, especially now that it's it's cold, it's kind of nice to run in the gym inside and, um, Yeah, what what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, sometimes, like, okay, my favorite thing also is, like, running on the boardwalk with a bunch of people, like, a huge audience watching, because everyone's, like, you're bobbing and weaving around people, and, like, I don't know, I just feel like a superhero. So, nothing makes me feel more like a superhero than running. Like, hip thrusting's, like, (sighs) like, lifting weights, like, you look great, you look like, literally, ah, you're building your body like a superhero, you're getting muscular, but, like, the feeling of running is, like, flying, I don't know, you're, like, I feel more athletic. I feel more limber. I feel more fit. I guess combine combining that with lifting is good and that's what I what I've been doing lately. So enough on that. Um Kanye remarried. Someone's like, yeah, Kanye remarried a girl or got remarried to a girl that looks like him. I had never heard about that. I don't know if you heard about that. I have a note here to talk about it. Don't really care. Uh, I looked up the picture and there's like one picture of this woman. I think she's like a creative director, some shit for like Adidas or Yeezy or some shit. Uh, 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 good for him. I don't fucking like what's the latest on Kanye. Did they find him? Is he still missing? Like he's remarried. Con- Wait, let me type in it. Kanye remarried. Um, Bianca Sensori. She's Kimberly, Noelle. Card- oh no, that's Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I I haven't really heard anything. I don't care. I'm like, when I look this up, I'm like, I don't care. Moving on. Did you guys see DK Metcalf's vertical? Was that fake? DK Metcalf vertical jump video. Um, Let me watch it again. Video analysis if it's real or fake. Let's see here. It's obviously fake, but it's just crazy when you see it. Hold on. Let me watch it again. It's so fake. It's so, I don't even know why I'm even questioning if it's real. Wait, let me watch it again. If you don't know who DK Metcalf is, he's a uh, wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. Wide receiver, right? specimen of a human being um speaking of superhero he's got like a superhero body like perfectly chiseled and every proportion is like a perfect proportion and muscled tone and it honestly looks real okay i'll get wait i'm watching it like 10 times so he throws the football He kind of floats when he catches it. Ugh. You can't jump off one foot without kind of, mm, he jumped off two feet. Yeah. Everyone's thinking it's fake. Oh, he's six, four. He jump. he jumps 12. F- the ball in his hand when he jumps is up. He's six, four. It's at 12 feet, five inches. It's fake. Come on. fake but good these are a bunch of tweets has to be fake Shirley. why am I talking about this what else should I talk about um yeah like my life lately has been like corey has been on a he's been on a couple trips over the last couple weekends I've been home alone with the dogs I'm taking care of the dogs I'm working I'm (laughs) podcasting (laughs) I'm oh my god let me talk about how yesterday like all we did was eat um oh I've been golfing obviously going to the driving range I think getting rid of my getting rid of my clothes at the consignment store (laughs) um I'm actually kind of sick today to be honest like I have some sort of throat thing happening and I don't really know why or where it's coming from but um i'm pretty sure i was like cory do you feel sick he was just on this bachelor trip he's like no i feel great i'm like maybe he gave me something from mexico i hope not i don't know but he was just there and he was around a bunch of people and who the fuck knows but um i just hope like i feel like i'm i'm feeling something coming on that this is the thing about getting sick if it takes a dark turn and progresses the next day you wake up it's like oh fuck it's here to stay so I'm like really hoping it doesn't um but I'm kind of feeling like it could go that way you know so that's what's going on um speaking of eating everything in sight yesterday that's probably why I feel like shit and I, and I feel sick honestly um I so yesterday was so Sunday yeah Sunday morning, um, as usual, Corey gets out of bed and takes Louie out and I lay there and I don't get out of bed cause I'm like, it's Sunday morning. I'm not fucking getting up. And then he comes back in the room and he's like, let's go. Let's go get coffee. Da-da-da. Like he gets all peppy and you know, he has to like, I make him cuddle with me first because I'm like, I'm not, I can't get out of bed unless I've felt your weight and felt your warmth and your <laughs> love. So I make him do that. And then we get up and we put on our matching slippers and our sweatpants and we go get coffee and this, and I thought on the way there, he's like, "Oh, I kind of want a bagel. And I was like, Oh my God, that sounds so good. So I was like, Oh, I'm getting, I'm going to get a bagel for sure. Like as soon as he said that, I'm like, Oh, me too. So I'm thinking he's getting one, right? We show up, he gets his vanilla infused black coffee I get my regular they know our order we go there all the time it's like the best thing they just like make it before we even show up that's the thing that's where I'm at in life like I I'm a regular like I feel like I'm a regular at my at the driving range I'm a regular at my gym I I I feel like I'm a really familiar face there and people know me and talk to me which is like cool because it's like a new gym I just started going to and that didn't take very long like the gym I went to before like Never talked to anyone. No one fucking knew me. Like it was weird. But this one's like really, everyone's like chatty and nice. So I feel like I'm a regular there, um, and I'm really social there. So that makes me feel good. Like I, you know, and then yeah, this coffee shop and also this other place, like this, a few restaurants that we're regulars at. Like I don't know, that's like a good thing. I, I think if you go if you move to a new city, try just go to the same places all the time, and become a regular at a few spots um, that'll help you like meet new people or if you're in the same city you've been in and you don't really go anywhere or do anything like I think that's healthy it, you can kind of like I feel like you it's like I don't know it makes you feel like you're a part of the community and you're like along the what am I saying ooh Amazon Prime showing up I really hope they drop off my package today because I'm going to Mammoth. And I want it to come here before then. Um, so, anyways, we walk in. They give us our coffees. I'm getting a bagel. I'm like, I'll have a bacon, egg, and cheese on sourdough. Bacon, egg, and cheese on sourdough, sourdough please. And then he shoves his fucking card in two seconds later. And I'm like, what? You're not getting one? He's like, no. I'm like, you you said you were gonna get one and then I went over to the little case and I was like do you want to split a cinnamon roll <laughs> he said no but like I was two seconds I, I was pretty close to getting like a pastry too so I go home I shove down my I, I eat my bacon egg and cheese we watch it's like obviously we like all we fucking do is watch the golf channel play watch the golf channel I think he was watching like Iron Man. I don't know. Sunday morning, drinking coffee, watching random things on TV. Like, I'm eating my bacon, egg, and cheese. We've got the dogs here. I sit over on my uh, at my desk. I start putting my makeup on because we're going to go to... He, I dragged him to the consignment store to drop off even more fucking clothes. <laughs> go listen to the last few episodes. There's, like, a whole story about why I have so many goddamn cons- clothes to consign and, like, why I'm doing it instead of just donating it. Um. Just listen to the latest episodes. Um, Yeah. So then I put my makeup on. I like get all ready. I put a little driving range outfit on because we're going to go there after. And we ended up going to. So we had our coffee. I had my bagel. Then we went to the farmer's market. But before we went to the farmer's market, we checked out this little French bistro place. And. We got another coffee there. We got cappuccinos. And then they have these incredible pastries in the little display. And we're like, fuck it, let's get one. So we split a Nutella croissant. Um, Literally, <laughs> we... <laughs> We, like, bought it, and then as we're walking to get our coffees, because you have to, like, wait in a, another window, we're, like, eating it. There's, like, a line of people. It's just getting ripped apart. Crumbs everywhere. We're eating this in, like, 14 seconds. It's gone before we know it. Um, then we go to the farmer's market, walk around. We went there because there's this coat I got there about a month ago, and I wanted to get another color in it. I ended up deciding not to, but, like, that's why we went there. And... We ended up walking around, talking to some people we knew. And then we circle around the back and there's a fucking Belgian, Belgian waffle. No, Belgian fry, uh, French fry, Belgian, Belgian fries, Belgian fries, fried potatoes. What the fuck was it called? They were thick cut Belgian fries. There was a stand and, um, He's like, "Oh my god, this looks so good. Do you want to get them? Do you want to get them?" And I was like, "Sure, fuck it. You know, we just had a croissant. I had a bagel, bacon, egg, and cheese. Let's have some fucking fries at 10 a.m. at the farmers market. Whatever. So we get the garlic aioli to go with it. A big thing of ketchup. We're walking. We're eating the fucking fries. Okay. Next thing we know, <laughs> next thing I know, we're on the way to the driving range after the consignment store, and we're in the McDonald's drive-through." <laughs> We're in the McDonald's drive-thru. And I was like, it's literally like not even noon, okay? And I'm like, we almost got food. Okay, we went there because I was like, I really want a Diet Coke. <laughs> so, why am I sick today? Why do I feel like shit? Well, here's your answer, okay? Um, food is medicine. This was like poisoning myself, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. So um, we get a, we get a couple Diet Cokes. We almost got cheeseburgers. Cause we both love a plain McDonald's cheeseburger. That's love. If you don't know your boy your your boyfriend or your girlfriend's McDonald's order, like you got you need to know that shit. That's like that's like yeah. That's when you really love someone if you know if you know their McDonald's order. I know he's he likes a cheeseburger meal. Two cheeseburgers. I remember when I used to work in retail and I'd like, you know, when you work in retail, like you sit out in the parking lot and like take your 30 minute lunch break. Like sometimes I'd go to McDonald's and just get two cheeseburgers and that would be my lunch. And I just sit there with the windows cracked and like, I'd take a nap after something or like, did I even have a? Did I even have Instagram with social media around when I like, what did I do? It's so depressing. And you're in your like sweaty work outfit that's when I worked at coach, but like coach outlet in Burlington, Washington. Like that was my job. And I worked there when I went to community college and lived at home. So, but the lunch break is so depressing and so just like lonely. And like, you could sit, you could, I could sit in the break room and and chomp down on my lunch instead. And sometimes I do that, but like the days when you sit in your car, you're like, I just don't want to be around people. Those are kind of, it's just gross. And I didn't have a nice car. Like it's just, it's, you know, it's just ah, like it's a fucking parking lot. Like I hate parking. Parking lots are my, I hate parking lots. And then you're like in your car by yourself. I don't know. I'm like reminiscing. So yeah, I would get McDonald's cheeseburgers and just sit there. Or I'd go to like Panera. Um, Yeah. So we go to the driving range and then after we're hungry as fuck because we're like hitting bombs, right? We're really using all of our fucking physical power and every muscle group in our body to <laughs> hit these balls, right? We're really working up a good sweat at the driving range. And we're getting real fucking hungry because those waffle fries are wearing off, okay? That ba- bacon, egg, and cheese is wearing off, okay? the uh, The goddamn croissant, we used all that fucking food up at the driving range right so we're like let's let's eat again what did we order oh yeah we ordered um we went to Bo- it's called Borden and brew we got a turcado. we got like big turkey sandwiches with extra turkey i got a cookie on the side he got some chips that's not that bad like a turkey sandwich we're literally walking we pick it up on the way home and we eat it at home and we're walking in the house and he's like Oh yeah. Like this is our first. (laughs) Corey goes. he's like, this is the first meal of the day we've had. Like this is our first uh, regular meal of the day. Like we haven't really eaten today. And I'm like, are you fucking like, I don't know. Whenever I have like random bullshit, like waffle fries at 10 AM croissants, bacon, egg and cheese sandwiches. Like I I I'm like, I guess that's not that bad, but like it just, I felt like we already ate a bunch of shit. Um, And then (laughs) these sandwiches are so filling, like they're literally like six inches tall because we had so much goddamn turkey packed in there because we got double turkey. And within 10 seconds of finishing, he goes, you know, it would go great with this. A cookie. And the, the cookie isn't a cookie. Okay. We are chemically, our bodies are chemically addicted to this cream witch from Manhattan Beach Creamery. Shout out Manhattan Beach Creamery. It's called the Cream Witch. It's a uh, ice cream sandwich, a chocolate chip ice cream sandwich dipped in chocolate. And the kind we're addicted to right now is the salted caramel flavor. And um, he goes, you know, what? he's like, you know, what tastes great with this. <laughs> this turkey sandwich. And mind you, I just had a chocolate chip cookie with my sandwich. So he's like, you have 10 seconds to answer or the the, it's gonna go away it's not we're not gonna do it because we have this thing where like if he, if he mentions like let's get froyo or like if I say that or let's get the cookie because it's like this this cookie we go get the, the cream witch thing um if we do too much teeter-tottering and we don't make the decision quickly we won't do it it'll be like gone so we have to be quick we have to like not if we overthink the decision where if we're like oh we shouldn't do it we shouldn't do it then we won't do it but like if we just say fuck it quickly then we'll do it and so I immediately was like sure fine whatever even though I had one the night before <laughs> these things are like so rich they're huge the cookies are like homemade fresh baked chocolate chip cookies the ice cream is like really good quality um yeah so we got that and then we were supposed to go out to sushi with his parents and I we were laying in bed like taking a fucking comatose. <laughs> nap after we what did we watch on the tv we ended up finishing the murder 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 <laughs> I can't even fucking say it we watched that um we finished that series the murder murder scandal thing on netflix and then passed out and took a nap and then i i called off the dinner i was like wait because we were supposed to meet his parents in like another 45 minutes to an hour or something i was like I was like, "Are we still going to sushi?" <laughs> He's like, "Fuck no, I'm not eating. I'm not, I'm so full." And we didn't eat for the rest of the night. I think we that was like at four thirty. Um, we were so fucking full. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was just one of those days. I made him tea. We made I, I'm making tea when I read my book before bed. It's my little ritual that I've been getting into. So, we had we had um yogi stress relief kava tea for dinner um to round out the day that's how I am though like honestly we could have gotten dinner because I'm like at this point fuck let's just round what else could we shove in to really complete this fuck it eating day you know but it just I hate that feeling of being like so fucking full and you're like all I have eaten today is fried like carby sugary shit um, here and there, it's fine, obviously, but um, I actually had a moment. Okay, let me just speaking of food, and obviously, I've or not obviously, I've talked about literally once on my. I have like a podcast, maybe it's like fifteen episodes ago called "My Eating Disorder Story." So, I and I maybe m- mentioned it here and there after that, but I had this fucking pinch me weird full circle moment. Um, the other night when I got I ordered tacos because I was like it was like Friday night Corey was gone I was like I, I don't want to cook I'm like food by myself like I want to order food so I literally was like eating tacos in bed and I had one taco and I had and two came in the package <laughs> Jesus Christ and the episode joggling I'm getting tired holy fuck um two came in the styrofoam <laughs> the to-go container two tacos, rice and beans. And then I got three rolled tacos on the side. They're like taquito things with guacamole and cheese on top. So the full circle moment is like, I ate one taco and then I had one rolled taco and I was like, I'm good. I'm full as fuck. You'd have to pay me to finish this. And my former self would have eaten all of that in one sitting. And then I would have like gotten some dessert or maybe kept snacking all night and like watching TV. And it's crazy. Cause like, peak eating disorder if I had a day where I was eating like if I had like or excuse me if I ever like ordered tacos or something or like Mexican food it was like oh this is like I'm being bad or like oh this is like not good for me or whatever and there's something about my brain where I'd have to like finish all of it and then start fresh the next day and that was like the the hamster wheel I was always on like eat a bunch of bullshit diet for like a week or like over exercise to work it off and like it just, it constantly ruled my life. So the full circle, like crazy, like life gets better moment I had is I'm sitting there in bed, putting the food back in the, the plastic bag came in the leftover food. Like I'm full, like I'm not going to finish this. And I'm not even thinking about getting dessert or like I'm good. And that's the place I always wanted to get to in life. Like I always wanted to get to the, my dream was to get to the point where I'm like, a normal eater and I could just like eat what I want in moderation like get full and not like be obsessive and like think I need to clean the plate off you know so um like that happened yesterday I was full as fuck I called the dinner I was like I called off sushi <laughs> you know like in a way I kind of did that yesterday too it was like 4 30 and I didn't eat the rest of the day because of what all the food we ate you know I feel like that's a I'm proud of that progress in my life or like, well, you know, I'm just funny how like you go so long, having your brain is wired a certain way around food and your body and dieting. Like I'd say from 15 years old to like 26 and like the last couple of years, it's been amazing. Not having my brains, like a new brain. So, or I just have like new, those, those um, thought patterns are erased now. Like it doesn't spiral all the time like it used to. So yeah, it's kind of cool how that is. Um, and my only advice, like not to make this about like eating disorders and like, I don't know who I'm talking to out there and I don't, I don't know if this is you, but I, if you are someone that's like constantly worried about food and body and diet and exercise and all that kind of shit. I mean it rules your life and or you're in denial like you have like a because I used to be like that I used to be like orthorexic like no this is healthy like this is this is for my health but then it got like I was in too deep where I was like like eating clean to the point where like every time I ordered a restaurant I was like I was that person like getting the side of broccoli and a piece of salmon instead of just ordering like something off the menu you know um my only advice and the only, honestly, the only thing that worked for me was time. Letting time run its course. And because it it's a lot of trial and error, trying to not think about food all the time or like trying to let yourself eat whatever you want and do it in moderation. Because what I would do is I would try to like buy stuff that I was scared of eating or like knew that if I bought it, I'd eat all of it in one sitting. And then... I'd try to like eat in moderation. Then I'd fucking finish all of it. And then I'd feel like a failure. But over time, I think the more reps in I got of like being around, I guess you call them your fear foods or like your, the bad foods in your head. Um, yeah. It, over time it just, I just, it I became a normal eater I, or like, I just, I don't even, honestly, it's weird. Like I think it was the pandemic I gained a bunch of weight. I kind of ate whatever I wanted and didn't really give a fuck during that time. I think that's what it helped heal me because an element of, why am I on this topic? Are we going to end the episode? What time is it? Um, Sorry. I'm just kind of thinking about how I've come full circle with my food and eating disorder shit. Like not being public facing during that time and like out in an office with like co-workers because I wasn't working and I was living at home by myself like that kind of helped because I I didn't feel like I would have felt really insecure if I gained a bunch of weight and I was trying to like, heal from an eating disorder around I don't know like that's just me being honest so I was able to do it in, like the comfort of my own home and like no one really saw me in my fat sweatpants like sitting on the couch eating a lot of popcorn and like chocolate and like saying fuck it every day and trying to like heal from an eating disorder like no one saw that and I, I wasn't intent- The thing is, is, to be honest, I wasn't intentionally doing it. It just kind of. I think I just. <sighs> I did start talking to a therapist that year. I did. I talk, and she, she's the one like officially like. Or was it a psychiatrist? I forget who I was talking to. Like, kind of diagnosed it. They're like, yeah, you have. Um, I don't want to say what, type it was. I, I honestly had like literally name any eating disorder. I had it. Literally every single one. I've dabbled. I've. I'm like. I know so much about food and like every diet and every ex. Like every. I know too much shit about health and holistic living and optimizing the human body and like uh, biohacking and like all the shit you see like Hugh- Andrew Huber- Huberman post about like I nerded the fuck out to that my entire 20s up until like a couple years ago and not that I don't care now it's just like I've heard it all seen it all tried it all done it all you know squeeze the fresh ginger every morning and like juiced and I've you know what I mean like I've fucking done it all and so I guess part of my recovery was not researching that shit and listening to those podcasts. And like, if I started listening to, like, no offense, like the Skinning Confidential, love that podcast. I love Lauren Bostic. Shout out Lauren Bostic and her husband. I love Dear Media. I love, but like, a lot of the times during that era of me healing, like, Lauren and Michael will be interviewing someone and they'd be talking about like health and holistic living and like wellness and like dieting and like the 80 20 rule and all this. And I just like, it triggered me. I was like, I'm not, I can't listen to this stuff anymore. So that was part of it. Like not consuming that kind of content, not, but yeah. Um, anyways, fuck. It's like one in three women are, you know, have an eating disorder or something now. I mean that's a stat so I'm sure someone's this is helping someone listening right there and I know men do t- I mean I'm not men do too um so yeah how do I want to wrap this I don't really did I finish that segment I need to puppies are passed out I probably need to take them out for a walk um drink a bunch of water I don't want to wake up sick tomorrow I don't want to wake up feeling like shit so gonna do that the last thing I had on here is Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny is that like a new relationship that just popped off or what like I don't who's Bad Bunny is Bad Bunny a rapper was she seen kissing him in the club or something is that what I heard Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny are hanging people.com they're hanging out together and having fun says source oh wow okay i see it bad bunny what i've never i thought bad bunny was that one like chick from catch me outside who's that chick the doctor phil girl catch me outside girl bad baby Oh, she's Bad Baby. Bad Bunny's a rapper. Bad Bunny. Is he from Mexico? Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican. What's his, Okay, what's his face look like without all the, like, theatrics and the sunglasses and the, the hat? I just need to see, like, a bare-faced, like, or just, like, you know, a normal pic. Because I want to see if I if I see them together or not. Um, He kind of looks like her... <laughs> kind of look. He kind of looks like Brody Jenner, to be honest. Um. In a way, like the facial hair. His eyes are a little closer together than Brody's, though. Um. Didn't she date Derek Booker? Is that his name, Derek Booker? Oh shit! She likes. Th- it's kind of a similar vibe. Bad Bunny and Derek Booker. Devin Booker. Excuse me. I don't follow basketball. I don't really fucking know the names of the players except um, uh, DK Metcalf my favorite NBA player. <laughs> I'm not a dumb bitch. I, I know a few things about sports, but like I don't really remember names that well. All I know is that um, Russell Westbrook needs to change his name. I will never say it right. Russell Westbrook. Russell, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Every time I say it and I, or every time I attempt to say it or try to say it out loud, it's like, what's a Westbrook. So Devin Booker and, uh, Bad Bunny have a, I guess, let me put their pictures next to each other. Um, Bad Bunny. I guess this is your, this is your little pop culture, um, Kardashian update for the, the podcast. Okay. Um, Okay. Here's him. Here's okay. So facially let's look at the brows. Let's start with the brows. Oh my God. She has a type kind of here when I see this. Wait. Okay. Wait, this is kind of straight. Wait, let me move my microphone. So like the eyebrows are similarly straight and kind of like the tail of them kind of like trails off the same. The eye distance, oh my God. They have a negative canthal tilt. They both do. Wait, his is, De- Devin Booker has a more negative canthal tilt. If you don't know what that is, um, sorry, look it up. It's like when your eye angle is more angled down than up, like cat eyes are more angled up. That's like a positive canthal tilt. A negative canthal tilt is a lower they like droop to the side. So bad bunnies got a more positive cancel tilt, but they're eye distant. I've looked up, I'm on this side of TikTok where like people break down facial structure and like face aesthetic stuff. And I think it's really interesting. Cause like, like I'm a girl and like, that's like, <laughs> it's like, I, I, I post selfies and like, I see pictures of like people all the time and I'm like always trying to like break down like why their face is so beautiful and like why mine doesn't look like no I'm kidding like not really though like I think I know too much about face aesthetics because of social media and like I you know what I mean like everyone's always talking about like their filler and their Botox their shit and I like I like kind of nerd out to it sometimes so that's just a little bit about me um and my unhealthy social media usage and Um, comparison to people that um I don't know what I'm saying I think it's weird like I stare at, and you probably you do this too like we look at so many people online now where like I feel like without even thinking about it we're like always studying faces or like your mind is always analyzing faces and like face structure and like eye distance and like or at least mine is like I'm high I've kind of always been hyper aware of beauty maybe and what makes a face beautiful or like sometimes I'll see a person talking and I'm like their mouth is the same exact mouth is like Brad Pitt but it's like their entire upper half of their face is different but like if you put your hand over their eyes and nose and saw them talking you think it's Brad Pitt like do you ever notice shit like that or like oh the way they're like, eyebrows move is, like, the same as Drew Barrymore, but, like, she has different a different nose. Or, it's weird. Like, certain features on faces can be, like, copy and pasted on other people. It's always a mind fuck when I see that. Like, think of the way Drew Barrymore talks. Think of her little lisp and her mouth. Like, I've met people with that same thing, but it's not Drew Barrymore. But they have that same kind of thing. It's so weird. Like, I have... What would I have that might be, I think maybe my, maybe my slight lispy thing. I don't know. What do I have? Like, do I have anything? Someone else might have. It's crazy. I fucking even talk about this and notice it, but Derek book, Devin, Devin, they have similar eye distance. I'm looking at their face. Cause I'm like, does Kendall, if they have a, oh my God, their fucking nose. Wait, bad bunnies nose bad bunny's got a better or it's better he's got a better nose bridge or just skinnier okay wait now i gotta look at lips okay S- full lips um different cupid's bow that's a little like thing on your upper lip the little like dip see i know i know that about myself my cupid's bow is like i have it pronounced or not pronounced it's like it's not flat. I have like a pointy cupid's bow. Um, what else do they have similar jawline kind of? I I don't know. They look kind of similar. I get it. I get. I get why Kendall Jenner's into Bad Bunny. If she if she when did her and Devin break up? Devin Booker. He kind of has a baby face. Like whenever I see him, I'm like, mm, kind of look like a, a man child. Mm. yeah so anyways Mm, actually i'm seeing a picture of them next to each other and they don't they look they don't look that similar bad money and devin booker but i don't know that was a fun little segment right um i forget the account on tiktok but this guy like literally breaks down like when when the jaw angle is 45 degrees and the eye angle is 27 degrees, it's perfect symmetry of the face. And so, like, literally one time I, like, took a fucking side profile pic of myself and I was like, okay, what are my angles? And I'm, like, now hyper aware of my fucking jawline. <laughs> and it's not like it's bad or anything. It's just, like, I don't know. I love learning. The thing is, is, okay... Let's, let's reframe this and make it positive. I create content. I make podcasts, right? But I also take pictures of myself a lot. And I post them online a lot. And that's kind of my, just like millions of other people out there. That's just kind of like a daily practice, okay? I see my face a lot on a screen. So why not know about it? Why not know about facial aesthetics and symmetry and shit like who the fuck like it doesn't need to be like oh that's weird or like you're in too deep or like care too much about what you look. you're you so self-absorbed and so into your looks it's like I don't think that's a negative thing when you look good you feel good okay if you like the way you look that's like step one favorite quote from Logan Paul I don't remember when it came out I think it was on impulsive, or impulsive. he's like fitness is the first step to greatness and I think fitness yes being a fit person, a fit body person, being healthy is first step to greatness. I agree with that. And I also think that if you like how you look, that's like going to help you so much in life. Than constantly looking in the mirror and fucking hating yourself. So yeah, I give a shit how I look. I like how I look. I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Eh." I don't obsess about it. Like sometimes I, sometimes I all admit, yeah, I'll, I'll watch these videos and I'll go take a side profile pic and I'll look up like the jawline (laughs) or the fucking angle um yeah but again it's because my goddamn you know it's, it's like at the end of the day none of this shit matters do whatever the fuck you want nerd out to whatever the fuck you want like it could be the most cringy thing like what I just I feel like what I just admitted is kind of cringy and kind of like oh shit but there's like literal estheticians out there facial plastic surgeons um people that do like inject like professional injector ladies that know all about this stuff they podcast about it that's their whole world they that's their thing and it's not weird I don't know why I just feel weird like talking about it because it's not like a weird thing. I guess because it's like me admitting that I'm like studying my face. And like that makes me sound self, self-absorbed and obsessive like or vain. I guess the word is vain. I think I am. I don't think that's. I think it's like. I'm not. I like to take good care of myself. And I think, again, when you looking when you look good, you feel good. And I like to feel good. So why do I even need to explain this to anyone? Corey thinks I'm too humble. Uh, That's another topic. I think I'm fucking. (sighs) I don't know why, but I tend to. I, I have this fear about being too cocky and like. I don't want to ever be annoying and like cocky and arrogant and like, I don't want people to think I'm full of shit and I think I'm better than other people. And like, I never, ever want to come across that way. That's like, I don't even know why I've put thought into that. Like not wanting to come across that way. Cause like at the end of the day, you can't control how people perceive you. You can try it the hardest. You can try your best, no matter what you do, people aren't going to like it. So I think my past podcast hosts, version of myself or whatever was kind of caught up in like I'm just a regular girl with a podcast and I you know and I kind of saw myself short and I wouldn't really because the reason I'm bringing this up is I think when lately if I talk to people about my podcast or if I introduce myself and talk about what I do I kind of play this off cool and I I kind of I don't really do a good job at like, or I don't make it sound like I I I make it sound like it's no big deal. You know what I mean? Even though this is literally my fucking passion and my favorite thing to do ever, and like my like career path of choice for my future, like this is what I want to do forever. Like I don't know. I kind of I just play small, and I kind of get shy about like I don't want I don't I don't know why. Because I am so proud of this. I'm so, you know, I believe that I'm a successful podcast host and I should preach that and talk about it and be proud of that instead of being so like humble and like, oh, it's just this little thing I do on the side. It's like, no, why do I have to play it down? Why do I have to do that? So that's something I'm working on. Because um, I don't, when someone tells me about their shit that they're that they do or their business or their thing and they're like. Pumped up and talk, and they're. I'm not like, oh, they're so cocky and so arrogant. There's like a difference. There's like a way to. There's a. There's like a. A vibe or, or a. You could just there's a. You can tell a difference in the person's delivery of what they're saying, if they're like being arrogant about it and cocky, or if they're just like confident and you know, like know their shit. So, um. Anyways. I don't know if that's like an overshare but what don't I talk about on here like should I I have this question here or I was looking at Hannah Berner's, a stand-up comedian podcast host that I followed for a while and she does these street interviews with people like she'll just put a microphone up to people in the street and ask them a funny question and like um I got inspired by a couple of the questions she asked recently and like speaking of oversharing, I was going to talk about how I wash my ass in the shower. <laughs> I don't know. She asked, she's like, do you wash your butt in the shower? That was her question. And like this guy's like, yeah, I really get in there or something like that. Or he's like, I'm out here and I'm in there or I'm really in there. And, um, another quest- question I thought about answering today was the most embarrassing thing I pretended to like for a man. Um, I'll just answer these and then so we'll answer we'll finish this episode by um what a crazy ass chain of events that went down here I'm literally gonna go from talking about the weather talking about the Alec Murdoch Murdoch case what else I talk about talking about Kendall Jenner talking about I feel like I deep dove into something else for a while. my eating disorder and we're going to talk about what well, we're going to finish by how I wash my ass in the shower. Okay. If you made it this far, you're welcome. This is a real fucking treat, isn't it? Okay. My, the most embarrassing thing I pretended to like for a man, hands down. And this was a consistent theme in my, <laughs> I've dated a lot of, uh, European soccer players. Okay. Not a lot. Like, uh, what was it? Four? And, yeah, four. Like, I feel like a lot of my 20s was watching European soccer, watching Manchester United, watching Chelsea, watching whatever fucking teams they were into, and, like, pretend – just, like, sitting there with them and, like, getting into soccer. Like, I didn't want to watch it. I didn't care. I don't fucking like soccer. But I, like, sit there and pretend. And the first couple boyfriends that I dated that were soccer players, like – I fucking followed their social the soccer team social media I would like I think I used to tweet about it that's so cringy I think I used to tweet about the games or the soccer matches is, are they called matches I don't know like I used to pretend I like soccer um couple stories let's put a pin in that for a sec couple stories just to retell I think because it's been a while I want to catch people up to speed about how I got into podcasting. If they're new, maybe I'll do that for the next episode at the beginning, do like a recap of how I got started. Um, Cause I feel like I have new list, new listeners and you might not know that story. Um, so there's that. And then the story about how um, Harry Styles went golfing with one of his high school friends. And then his, that friend tweeted another friend And then I saw that guy, that other friend's Twitter, and thought he was hot. And then I, um, (laughs) followed him on Twitter. He followed me back, and then we talked for like two years and Snapchatted and shit. And then we fucking dated. (laughs) And I flew to London, went on a train. I'm telling the story right now. Went on a train to Manchester alone, traveled across the world to meet a man, and dated him long distance. (laughs) All because Harry Styles went golfing with one of his fucking high school friends when we went home after like a tour or something. Back when like One Direction was popping off and I was following his Twitter. Fucking A. Like that was a wild ass like that is a fucking probably one of the most like spontaneous things I've ever done. But just but that was one of the guys I dated where I was like pretending I liked soccer the whole time. Or I didn't really pretend like I he didn't expect me to expect me to be like a diehard fan of Manchester United, like. But I was just around it. I, I fucking. If I was honest, I'd be like, I hate this. I hate watching soccer. I'm not like the only time I like watching it is World Cup. Like the fucking World Cup finale game <laughs> this year it was Argentina and uh, who was the other team? It was such a great game. That's when I like watching soccer. So, um, okay. So that was the most embarrassing thing I pretend to like for a man. Now let's talk about washing my ass in the shower. Do I wash my ass in the shower? Absolutely. How do I do it? I mean, I feel like there's only one way to wash your ass in the shower. If you use a fucking washcloth, I'm sorry. Like a washcloth. I've heard people, this is like a topic on podcasts. People get into a lot for some reason, or I've, like, heard people talk about how they wash their ass in the shower before. And I'm, like, the washcloth grosses me out so much. Because I'm, like, what do you do with the shit-stained wash? Like, if you... I'm not that like you have shit in your ass. Like, it's, like, do you just rinse it off and, like, wring it out and, like, throw it... Do you put it in the dirty, cl- like, near your laundry bin immediately? Or do you, like, hang it out to dry? Like, what do you do with the washcloth? Um, I have a loofah. Okay, I have a loofah. Okay, I have a natural sponge loofah thing. I have that. I also have a fucking hand. And I use my hand. Okay? There you go. How do I wash my ass in the shower? I just, I feel like it's efficient. Wipes off clean when you're done. You're like, I don't know. I do, how do I wash my body? I go top down. I wash my legs and feet are last I wash my feet and then I rinse out my no I rinse out my conditioner wash my feet with my natural I have this like eucalyptusy shit for my feet I use it's like lavendery wash my if you don't wash your feet in the shower start doing it it's like life-changing I feel like not a lot of people wash their feet in the shower um (laughs) then I wash my ass and all that you know in my um my uh have I ever said vagina on my show vagina fuck I don't think I've ever said that um yeah and then after I wash my ass and my vagina I wash my face and that's it's hair this is how this is how I shower I get in the shower if it's a hair wash day I shampoo I rinse out the shampoo apply conditioner because I want to get that conditioner in early now Pro tip about conditioner with long hair. Um, Rinse your hair out with the, rinse the shampoo out and then squeeze the water out of your hair as much as possible. So the conditioner goes on like drier hair so that it actually sticks on it. Because if it's really wet and you put the conditioner on, it's, it's going to slip off. Now, another step you could do is put your hair in like a little clip or something on the top of your head. So it's not like... So the conditioner is like staying in your hair and it's, I don't know. I never do that, but that's like something you could do if you wear a try hard. Um, then I wash my face, I double cleanse. Um, honestly, I'll start with, if it's a night shower, I brush my teeth first. Then shampoo. Then I wash conditioner. Then I wash my face. Then body wash. Wash the bod, the whole thing. Then feet. No, then I wash my conditioner out, then feet. Should I start with my feet? Like, how should I do the feet? I feel like the feet kind of get cleaned the whole time. You know what I mean? There's like soap and shit coming off your body onto your feet. And the final thing is deep cleanse of the feet. And then I get out. So, yeah. Um, Thank you for being here. Thanks for hanging out. I need to wrap this. Um, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, Go watch the Murdaugh murder trial all it's all over tiktok like i've seen a bunch of videos on tiktok if you want to like catch up with it there's obviously the netflix series um maybe try i'm not gonna tell you what to do maybe try charging your phone uh in the bathroom or in the the kitchen somewhere away from your bed tonight try it i don't know um i'm on day six doing that and it's been kind of nice to shut my brain off that way and not be on my phone right before bed um subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already i'm on apple spotify stitcher breaker google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts please subscribe and don't forget to leave a review while you're there please it if you follow me if you keep up with me on instagram stories if you're like a, like maybe this is the first time you've listened to my podcast and you're like how could i really help out jacqueline today how could I be of service? How could I be a good Samaritan? How can I go into the gates of heaven when I die? Please, it takes two seconds. Go over to the Spotify, pot, Spotify app, if you have it, or the Apple podcast app, and go to the Jacqueline Monroe Show and review the show. And You just tap. It's like one through five stars. Tap five stars, submit it. You don't have to write anything if you don't want to. If you write something that's appreciated, appreciated appreciated but you don't have to and submit it and done and that would be like a beautiful thing you could do for me um so please yeah subscribe to the podcast review the show follow me on instagram and tiktok at jacqueline monroe um what else love thy neighbor do good in the world be kind it costs nothing to be nice happiness is free okay never forget that don't need to break that down happiness is free it's all mental. It Starts and ends in the mind. Your mindset is everything. Um, everything's going to be okay. Just tell yourself that. If you're going through it right now, everything's going to be okay. Every hard situation you've ever been in, you've gotten out of, you've figured it out. You're going to do it again. If you're going through it right now, you're going to do it again. You're going to get to the other side and you're going to be living free pretty soon. Okay. But again, like I said earlier, time. let time run its course. It might not happen overnight, but just believe never give up, just believe, okay, keep pushing, keep pushing, (sighs) practice that fucking gratitude, remember that you're so blessed, remember that (laughs) you got a warm bed, a warm meal, and a warm roof over your head in these cold fucking winter days in California, okay, don't forget that, okay, you're blessed, um, and depression is selfish because it's all about you. What other quotes do I fucking remember? I don't know how to end the episode. (laughs) Ah, I love podcasting. I love you. Thanks for being here and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.